Is this thing on? Oh, good. Seems to be. Just uh, checking that. Oh, hello. Sorry about that. I was just doing a sound check. And I won't edit that out from the final episode because then I'll seem really cool and edgy and I'll come off like I don't care to sound professional. If you decide to start a podcast, there are two ways you can go. One, you'll go the right way. You know, get the advice, do the research, maybe even work with a professional like myself who can guide you. Two, You'll do what every other new podcaster does. Dive straight in cluelessly with no planning and produce some of the most painful, unlistenable content imaginable. Whichever camp you think you might be in, this episode is for you because it's all about editing. When you think of podcasting, you probably imagine dull, poor quality distorted conversations being held between people you'd never ordinarily listen to, even if they were in the same room. But there's another side to podcasting, and it might surprise you. I'm Neil from Podnos Productions, and it's my goal to help you ignore the static, edit out the misinformation, and learn the truth about how to make a noise in your space. This is Your Business Needs a Podcast. Hi, and welcome along to Your Business Needs a Podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, like, and subscribe. So, my guest is Sheila Slabinside. Sheila's going to talk about the importance of editing and bringing the relevant points to the core of your content. So, why do I need to take care with my editing, Sheila? Well, thanks so much. Great to be here. Lovely studio. And just down the road from me. Anyway, your question. Oh, yes, editing. It's, so important. it's that tedious job that no podcaster really wants to do. It's the crap in the content sandwich. You've done the recording bit, which was fun. You're going to love hearing the finished audio, but to do so, you need to endure the mammoth task of making it sound great. Unless you're going to be like 99.9999999999% of other podcasters who don't. Editing is that one task that separates the great podcasts from the really disappointing ones that people listen to out of politeness just so they can have a way in on the conversation. Most podcasters know they have to do the editing part, but they don't know why they have to do it. As a result, they don't edit properly. Let me explain. I've spoken to so many businesses who have started a podcast and their setup is usually something like this. Boss decides to host a podcast. Someone junior, but with the boss's respect, is appointed as the showrunner. Said junior person assumes responsibility for all the content because the boss can't be bothered getting bogged down with that stuff. Show then essentially becomes the vision of the junior rather than the boss. The problem with this setup is that the show's success is then based on hallmark traits. The boss is so because they have all the personality profile of someone in their position, i.e. a winner. A mind for delivering quality, attention to detail, focus, and willpower to succeed. The junior doesn't. And while they'll always have potential, in the now, they are a bit annoyed at having yet another project added to their daily task list, wanting to get home to spend time doing the things they actually want to do, 
showed very little focus or willpower because that was all used up during task number 52 of the day that their over-ambitious boss had given them at 11.33 a.m. I'm not saying that small businesses can't have a boss and underling team running a successful podcast. I'm just saying that it probably needs a little more thought than that easy and most obvious of setups. The first question you need to ask yourself before you decide to undertake a task like that is, what's your intended outcome? What's your vision for the production? Do you want to establish credibility for your brand and build yourselves as thought leaders? Well, then you should probably start by coming across as a brand that cares about how well what you do is received and perceived. If, for example, you were listening to an episode of a show being produced by Mercedes-Benz, would you expect to hear a highly polished production which was absolutely loaded with fascinating features and value, or would you be unsurprised if it sounded like a bit of a token production they'd just thrown together for the sake of it and had hired someone on Fiverr to edit it as cheaply as possible for them? My goal isn't to shame you to feeling bad because you're not wanting to spend a fortune on your podcast. My goal is to try and help you understand why you shouldn't try and do it as cheaply as possible. So let's talk about what the difference between a well-edited production and a badly edited production sounds like, shall we? Here's an excerpt from a real existing podcast. I've changed the original voice to protect the guilty. I'll play you their cut featuring their own editing first. Given your, right, right. Given, given your 100 years on the planet, that would, that would mean um, that you, unlike myself certainly, and, and Bill probably has a better recollection, but the turn back in at the end of the 70s towards that inflationary cycle of the 80s, perhaps you can kind of paint a picture for us of how that looked at the time, your recollections of what that turn looked like, because it, it does feel like, as you point out, we're at that extreme again, where a turn one would think it becomes more likely, if not if not probable, and certainly more possible. Can you kind of sketch yeah. what you saw then, and that maybe the, the, the signs that you would look for? Yeah, well, I'll do my best. Um, uh, I think that, that, that let's go back um, uh, to uh, 1960. Uh, it will build up to 1981. September 30th of 1981 was the day the long bond peaked. Intraday, it uh, yielded about 15%. Now, this is how I've edited it to make it sound smoother, cleaner, and less awkward overall. The turn back in the end of the 70s towards that inflationary cycle of the 80s. Can you kind of sketch yes. what you saw then and that maybe the, the, the signs that you would look for? Let's go back to 1960. Will build up to September 30th of 1981. Was the day the long bond peaked intraday it uh, yielded a 15%. As you can hear, the difference between the two versions isn't minor. To give you an idea of the benefits of taking your time to edit well, an original 40 minute piece of audio, when edited properly, can be shortened to as little as 20 minutes. This includes removal of awkward mouth noises and other such distractions, improvements to sentence structure, and even completely irrelevant pieces of conversation bringing no value to the content just removed. All of this means you're taking up less of your listeners' important time and in turn, leaving them with a much more pleasant experience when listening to your podcast, which means, duh, repeat listening. 
Because I want to be able to manage your expectations, I'm going to tell you this now. If you're producing your own podcast episodes, you should be setting aside at least three hours per episode just for editing it. If it takes you much less time, you're probably half-baking it. Preferably, if you have absolutely zero experience with audio production, you'll be wanting to get some training at the very least, and maybe even wanting to hire a producer if you want the best possible sound for your podcast right from the beginning. Podnose Productions offers a range of production and coaching options. Just go to the website podnose.co.uk to find out more. That's podnose, spelled P-O-D-K-N-O-W-S. Don't risk making yourself sound like all the other amateurish-sounding shows that are out there by using a badly paid junior with little passion for your business, much less your podcast. You wouldn't post a badly worded Facebook campaign or a Google ad with clumsy copy, so why settle for less than the best possible sound for your podcast? Okay, Google, find me a surprising podcast of the day. Okay, here's the surprising podcast of the day. This episode's featured podcast is all about travel. And I've got a little confession to make. In the interests of full transparency, it's from one of my wonderful clients. The Marie Rowe Travel Show is currently in the middle of its series titled Real Adventures and features exotic locations around the world, talking to real-life globetrotters all about their experiences in the various regions that are covered and offering real tips on how to get the best out of your trips. Marie even runs through a list of the best hotels and provides a free guide for her hardcore fans and subscribers. Recently, there was an episode all about Jamaica. So let's talk about where to stay. I've got five hotel recommendations for you to consider. Depending on whether you're looking for a family-friendly resort, an adult-only hotel, great value luxury, a boutique property, or a beach lover's paradise. Up first, my top hotel recommendation for those seeking the ultimate family holiday with the most wonderful facilities for kids. It's the Beaches Resort Ocherios, which we've just heard all about from Sarah. It's everything you could ever want and more with something to delight every age group. Well, that's it for another episode, but it's okay, don't worry. Episode five is coming next. And in that one, we'll be covering the why. Yay! Until next time, see ya! Productions.